You are listening to the You Are Techie podcast, episode number 76. Welcome to the You Are Techie podcast, where it's all about growing in your techiness so you can find the tech job of your dreams. And now your host, technology learning coach, Ellen Toomey. I know you've been thinking about it. I know that very techie you is ready to come out and find the tech job of her dreams this year. Who do you turn to for the support you need to move from learning to getting hired in tech? Well, I've got some great news for you. I've got you covered with the You Are Techie Coaching Membership. We listened to our audience and we heard you ask for UX design and full stack developer options in your course content, not to mention the getting hired strategies that have worked for so many women before you. The trifecta of courses, coaching, and community with the mentor support you need to keep moving forward into your tech career is like no other membership program out there. We have the exact skills employers are looking for. You'll learn how to maximize your income with portfolio-ready skills that hiring managers are seeking, not to mention the steps you can skip so you don't find yourself down that endless tech learning rabbit hole. Join me as we walk you step-by-step through the getting hired process in tech. Sign up at youartechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I can't wait to see you in our membership. Today, we're talking about goal setting, and we're going to talk about why goal setting makes sense, but also why it can be hard and then what we can do about it. Many of you know that I advocate getting hired in tech in three months, and you can check out a couple episodes that talk about that. Episode 25, youartechie.com slash 25, UX job in three months, or episode 27, 90-day plan to break into tech, and a link to those in the transcript. So if you haven't heard those ones, go ahead and check those out. But I do advocate having a three-month goal in tech. And the reality is that many will not get hired in three months. But here's why I still advocate for that amount of time in your goal setting. The first reason is that we tend to give ourselves more time than we need based on fear or perceived discomfort, right? So If you think that it's going to take you 18 months to get hired in tech and you think, okay, well, I have plenty of time to do that. That's not going to feel like that much pressure. If you give yourself that full 18 months and then you don't hit your goal, you're going to feel, you're going to be like, okay, well, I tried really hard, but that's really just amount of time. You may or may not have tried really hard and you could have taken a lot of action that wasn't really the right action. And so if you look at three months and then, and we're going to go through like how to really filter But if you're really serious about getting hired in tech, a shorter goal is going to keep you focused on the right thing. Because trust me, you're going to get frustrated and you're going to be really tempted to quit if you're trying to break into tech with little or no experience, unless you have that shorter timeline to help create a stopping point from which you can stop and evaluate your progress. You can really celebrate your progress. And then reevaluate, am I doing those things that are actually getting me to getting hired? And you can take a pause. Otherwise, you can kind of get into the habit or the routine of taking a bunch of action that may be the right or wrong action. And you need these stopping points to say, okay, 
How am I actually taking maybe some action that's dis- uncomfortable or creating discomfort, but it's actually the right action? Because the reality is you will not know how long it's going to take you to get hired. You, you can't possibly predict the future, but by shortening the timeline, you're putting yourself in a position to ask a really great question. So if you've got your pencil, pen, notebook, this is the one to write down. By shortening your timeline, you're putting yourself in a position to ask this question. What is the absolute best use of my time? That, my friends, is a beautiful question. What is the absolute best use of my time? Today, this week, this three months, whatever, just continuing to ask yourself, what is the absolute best use of my time? Because we're very good at being busy. Moms, we love to be busy. We have got, there's always a million things to do. But the absolute best use of your time, that's how you're going to achieve your goals, not by staying busy. And I'm going to say that again, because that's really kind of hard to hear, right? We need to use our time to achieve our goals. How can we make best use of our time to achieve our goals, not just be busy? We could be busy for three years, right? So your timeline Um, of one month, two months, three months, anything that's really going to laser focus you on, that's going to help you not meander off task and instead say, okay, what have I done over the past month? All right. But now you might be thinking, yeah, but that's really going to hurt. Like if I give myself a month and I don't hit my goals, that's that's, ouch. So what are you going to do if you don't hit that goal? Uh, Okay. Now herein lies the secret. And it really is kind of a secret, or at least it was for me for many years. I'm the impatient sort. So I really liked to set goals, not achieve them, beat myself up for not being enough, and then repeat the cycle. Does that sound familiar to any of you? Okay, I guess not. Just me, huh? Well, let me share this with you with the one or two people out there that might have the same problem as me. And I promise it's a much better way to live your life. And so just give it a try. So. When you don't hit your goals in your short timeline, instead of beating yourself up, this is going to sound crazy, you're actually kind to yourself. You're kind, and from a totally non judgmental place, you ask, What did I learn? How am I better after this experience? And then here you go. Is this goal still worth pursuing? How can I pursue it even better? And then here we go. Will this goal still be worth it if I achieve it in the next 30 or 60 or 90 days? Because that's really the the crux of committing harder, of making it so that we're committing even more, is that if you dive into your goals and you're like, oh, this this is really what I want. No, 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 this is really, really what I want then you're going to keep going. Now, a quick side note here. You're going to keep going and commit harder or you're not. Because there may be many reasons why you veer from your original goal, let's say of getting hired in UX in three months. Let's say that's your goal and you don't hit it. Maybe you're the sole breadwinner and you lost your job and it's time to find a a job on the path to UX. Maybe you're like, yeah, I want to be a UX designer, but I need to get something now. Or I want to be a developer, but I need something on the path. I'm going to get hired in a job that's on the path, 
but I don't need as many skills. I am going to utilize the skills that I currently have, and I'm going to make that happen. All right. Maybe you found out you did the work. You did the work of UX and you're like, I don't really like it. I don't want to spend the next 20 years doing this. This really isn't for me. That's great information to have. That's a win. Because if you do do the work and you like it, you'll be even more committed. But if you're not, then you learned. Another one is that maybe you decided this goal was only worth it if it was three months. It's not worth it if it's four or five or six. So if it's not worth it to you, that's another reason that you don't keep going. There are lots of reasons that you don't keep going, but that doesn't mean that you're behind or you did anything wrong. It just means that you learned, that's all. You educated yourself. And oftentimes as women, especially moms, we don't think we are worth the time to educate ourselves. We think we should already know. I mean, we're 40, right? Like we should totally have this life thing figured out, right? But the thing is that to to learn, to figure things out, we have to take a lot of action. And we have to take a lot more action than we think we're going to have to at the beginning of our goal. So in order to do that, we have to be mentally prepared to take all of that action, face a lot of setbacks, roadblocks, and oh, by the way, rejection. And we have to be kind to ourselves along the way. That's how we achieve that goal. I mean, that's not what we think, right? We think if we have a roadblock or we get turned down for an interview or we show up for the interview and we, we crushed it. I mean, we crushed it, but then we didn't get the job offer. We think we're doing it wrong. But that's not actually true. We're just taking all the action that we need to take to get to that goal. It probably wasn't the right fit. Or yes, you might need more skills and that's okay. That doesn't mean you're doing it wrong that you learn that you need more skills, right? So it really isn't rejection. It isn't really necessarily rejection, but it feels like that. And it feels like we're doing it wrong. So in order to achieve our goals, we actually have to say nice things to ourselves in our brain. We have to ask ourselves empowering questions instead of disempowering questions like, what did I do wrong? And it's really, really important. And I don't know about you, but this doesn't come easy to me. I have to work on it all the time. I have to practice it and repeat it. And then when my brain fails to provide me with those empowering questions, I have to listen to people who are telling me empowering things. And that is really kind of tricky because if you just go out into the world and think that your friends and family and people around you are going to say empowering things, they rarely are. And it's not because there's anything wrong with them. It's because their brains are working just like yours. So if you're thinking that you don't have anyone in your life telling you those things, I want to introduce you to Tony Robbins. Now, I know I don't know him personally, but that's okay. It doesn't really matter because I've been listening to his free YouTube videos For years, I've been putting him in my ears and you can put him in your ears or you can listen to Jim Rohn. He's not even alive anymore, but you can still put him in your ears. How cool is that? Or Oprah. I I seriously love Oprah. I mean, that woman, I swear, does she just like have this magnetic energy every time she's you hear her or you see her? Does she have a bad day? I don't know. But you can listen to Oprah, or Lisa Nichols, or Brene Brown, or Brooke Castillo, or Evan Carmichael, or Will Smith, or Ellen Toomey, or anyone who pumps you up and reminds you to get back up and you're capable of doing great things. Because why would you want anything else in your brain? 
Why would you want anything else in your brain? Now, I know there's the, you know, the rabbit hole of, of YouTube and videos. How do we do this? Because we've really got to be taking action, lots and lots and lots of action. So how are we listening to people? Okay, maybe it's after you drop your kids off from school. You drop them off and then on the way home or on a run or a lunchtime walk or you start your day and you set a time limit. But honestly, intentionally listening to people. Now, if you're saying these things in your, in your brain, if you're waking up in that morning, you're like, yeah, I'm crushing it. Go for it. Go right into action. You don't need it. But if you're not feeling empowered, if you're not feeling like you're really getting after it, or maybe you've had a setback, there's nothing wrong with you that you need to put empowering people or empowering statements and questions in your brain. That's just part of the process. That means you're doing it right. So intentionally listen to people who are saying and doing great things for the purpose, why are you doing it? To get yourself into action. And then once you're into action, that's it. Now, if you've had a major setback, it's going to take you longer to get into action. I know that like you're putting, especially for what I teach, right? It's This is not, when my students, they are setting their own calendars. They are deciding how to spend their own time, which I think is a really powerful skill for getting hired and being in the workplace. Everybody wants an employee who knows how to prioritize everybody. So it's, a, it's, it's, an, it's an empowering skill that they're learning, but they have to get themselves into action. And that's harder. That's, that's a lot harder than showing up for class at 8 a.m. or 7 p.m. It's a lot harder to get yourself into action, 100%. So you have to realize that if you've had a major setback, you can't sit down and get into action the way that you can do normally. Feed your brain more positive things along the way. So the reason that goal setting is so hard is because our brain is busy believing that where we are today is where we're going to be tomorrow. And it requires work to achieve this new identity. And it requires work and effort to grow and change into the new identity. But here's the thing. You're growing and changing regardless. Like you, you, can, you can live your whole life. You, you will change. If you're eating Cheetos and Twinkies every day, your, your stomach is going to grow. And like, you can be like, yeah, that's one way to grow. But that's true. It's, you're growing. You're changing. Life is changing. You, 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 it doesn't matter if you decide, okay, I'm going to be a growth, you know, mindsetted person. Love you, Carol Dweck. Yeah, you're going to be a growth. Are you learning from your experience? That is essential. Am I learning from my experiences or am I beating myself up because I'm not where I'm supposed to be? Those are just two different ways to approach it. The more you can look at your actions and say, celebrate the amazing things that you have done and accomplished, and then ask yourself those empowering questions of what is the absolute best use of my time to achieve this goal? That's the real skill that you want to learn. And that's why goal setting makes sense. It makes sense to get hired. Now, who am I? I say get hired in three months because I'm challenging you to find the absolute best use of your time, but not to beat yourselves up. If you say, I want to get hired in one month, great. If you say, my timeline is six months, great. But challenge yourself to make it about the best use of your time and learning and growing from your experiences not about beating yourself up. That is the key, my friends. It's really about learning and growing from your experiences. Okay, one more thing on this. When you ask yourself the question, 
What is the short-term pain I'm willing to experience for my long-term goal? If you do that along the way, you will see which goals are worth it and which are not. Every time you have a setback, a roadblock, or a rejection, ask yourself, am I willing to endure this short-term pain for my long-term goal? Every time you endure that pain in a way that's loving and compassionate with yourself, you are getting closer to your goal. So my question for you is, are you up for that challenge? That's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for spending time with me. I'll see you next time. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the UR Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. Join me to get the strategies, training, and never-ending support to get hired. Sign up at URTechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I'll see you next time.